Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Barricade Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast Soul Out. With me, your host, Freddie Eloso, along with my co-host, Stevie G. Wow, what an opening, bro. Let's go. Somebody's been drinking a lot of search tonight. I'm the co-host, the one, the only, the encyclopedia. Are you ready? Yo, he's even got some stuff going on. Oh, man, let's go. The surge is flowing. We just finished an interview, guys. Um, we had Casey Cattell, Northeast Wrestling, um, a lot of Northeast indie shows in general. I mean, she told us between Long Island, Boston, like all sorts of places. Look Monday for that. Night Raw. Monday Night Raw against Asuka and with um, No Way Jose. Got to meet a lot of people. And, you know, we really shot the shit with her, and it's another good interview. So look for that in the next um, week. We'll probably gain that out over the weekend or early next week. And um, Jeanette Horning, we just did that interview, too. That just posted. Check By the time out. this is posted, it'll probably be about two days ago. But check that out. Another good flow. And real quick, I'm running my Northeast Wrestling update. November 9th show is still on. The matches are shaping up. More people are getting added. Um, we're just going to cover the big name added. Jerry the King Lawler was added. I know he's part of the meet and greet. He'll probably come out to the ring, I'm guessing, at some point. But that's your Northeast Wrestling update. Short and sweet for this week. Um, November 9th, Midland Civic Center. Tickets still available. Jerry Lawler um, added to the show. Join people like uh, Pentagon, Kenny Omega. Um, who else we got on there? Jack Swagger, Rob Van Dam. Who else? Uh, Yo, know, he's doing the RVD and he just blanked out. He didn't see you coming to him for any support. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that show. But Phoenix. let's get into it. Phoenix. Anthony. What happened? Phoenix. Phoenix, yup. Um, but let's get into it. Anthony, what are we starting with today? Let's go. Well, let's get an update on the Super Showdown and our picks, how we did. So why don't we go into how we did with the Super Showdown, gentlemen? Let's do yes, it. Give us the you, update. You, you keep track because I'm not going to lie. I was texting Freddie. I'm like, who did we pick yeah. for this one? Who did we pick for that one? Because I didn't remember. So I'm looking forward to this. I yep. may have dropped my belt, but let's find out. Okay. So first off, we'll go with the big one, the world championship. Steven has retained. So Steven's, yes. so Steven's win-loss record is now up to 40 wins, 24 losses, and one draw. So that's 120 points total. All right. I'm going to do a Ric Flair. Woo! I'm sorry, 121 points. Excuse me. All right. All right. Uh, the Encyclopedia had a pretty good night. Uh, my record is now 37 wins, 29 losses, and 111 points. So I'm within 10. Yo, he's creeping. He's creeping. We can't have that. <laughs> and then bringing up the rear. Sorry, Freddie. Freddie, 34 wins, 34 or 30 losses, two draws, 104 points. Yo, you're catching up too. 
I'm over 500, baby. Yeah. Can we get an LL Cool J quote, please? Don't call it a comeback. Let's go! I've been here for years. <laughs> you were actually closer before this event, buddy. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> it's all right. It's still a comeback. Let's we're go. Good. We're coming back. All right. That was a five in case you didn't hear that. That was my go. phone falling. Okay. So, so how do we get there? Uh, Super Showdown. <laughs> Freddie Aloso got six picks right out of ten for a six and four record. Nice. Stevie G, seven out of ten, seven and three. And a new pay per view champion is myself, the Encyclopedia. Eight wins, two losses. Oh, I feel, wow. I feel like this is rigged a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's check the videotape. <laughs> Let's go to the videotape. I can pick house show matches better than I can the uh, so-called pay-per-views. <laughs> but you know what? Let's talk about it. The show was not horrible. It wasn't I didn't a bad think show. it wasn't bad. No, it I was, actually it was enjoyed fun. it. I mean, mm-hmm. give or take. I'll say this: I tried to wake up because I was working that morning. I was opening my store, and uh, I tried to wake up early to watch like more of it. But I really only saw that morning, at least, the Daniel Bryan Miz match, which extremely disappointed me. Because you know, guys, I don't know if I predicted it, but I asked for a Miz win. And, you know, like I said, I want to see Miz, you know, ride this out, get the championship back, things like that. Is that squashed? I don't know now. I mean, as of right now, it kind of looks it. I don't know what happened on SmackDown, but the Miz did post something on his Instagram pointing out that his shoulder was technically in the air for part of the pin. Mm. Um, So that match I didn't even care for because A, it was a roll-up, and B, it was quick. These guys have potential. Why did you rush this match? But, you know, it is what it is. And, well, let me get your opinions on that match. Undertake, while I'm on it, Miz and uh, Daniel Bryan, what'd you guys think? Freddie, uh, you go first. It was clearly rushed. Yeah. Like, why, why cut that match short other than something else? If you're, if you're running press for time because you've got the taker... Uh, Triple H match. Which I thought that was going to be the short one. Yeah. Why are you rushing this match, which has potential to be match of the night, match of the card, whatever it may be, and you you bring them out there for, what, two minutes? Mm-hmm. Maybe tops? So it's like, what the hell? Why are we... Why even put them on the card if you're going to do that? Yeah. The realistic aspect of it is you could get a quick match like that, so I thought it was odd that it was barely three minutes, um, but in in a real fight, uh, I guess out of the blue, that could happen. What I have read as of today is that Triple H actually was dictating the timings on the show backstage and wanted more time for his match with The Undertaker, so Miz and Daniel Bryan suffered because of it, um, which, I think, which I think sucks. Uh, there were plenty of other matches they could have shortened instead, but it is what it is. Um, Daniel Bryan's the number one contender in facing AJ Styles as the as the Prince of Saudi Arabia wanted because another rumor that's come out is that a lot of the booking decisions that are going on leading into Crown Jewel were basically based on who he wants to see on that card. Now, is there truth to uh, The Rock and this 20 mil that supposedly the guy who offered? None of that's been confirmed. I don't know if we'll ever get confirmation on any of that. Mm-hmm. So what did you guys think of the Triple H? Speaking of that match, speaking of Hunter, what did you guys think of that match and what subsequent, subsequently it led to the very next night on Raw? Or two nights later on Raw? 
the match impressed me, actually. Um, the last couple times we've seen Undertaker, it kind of seems like they're squash matches. I mean, look at John Cena. There's no way that John Cena match should have been as short as it was, in my opinion. Um, even when, who did he face uh, at the last time they were overseas? In, so- in Saudi Arabia back in April, it was Triple H. Well, it was a pretty quick match, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't that quick, but uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Undertaker's been doing quick things, and I didn't expect much out of this match. And then these guys took it to a limit that I did not see coming. Um, they went a good, like, almost a half hour, I believe. They used weapons. They fought through the crowd. A lot of infer- interference from Shawn Michaels and Kane, building the drama behind it, which it worked. And then at the end... Triple H is a victor, which is what I wanted to see, which I didn't think I was going to, but I'm excited I did. And, you know, they do the these four legends holding each other's hands up in the air in victory, and then Kane and Undertaker take a turn on them to build a future for them, which, you know, it was, it was a good way to do it. I wasn't sure if they were going to do it, but they did, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the match. It was a great match. I mean, I enjoyed the match. Very old-school WWE fighting through the crowd, getting the weapons involved. There was no blood, so there wasn't any of that. But I did enjoy the storytelling in the match itself. Mm-hmm. You had the, you know, Shawn Michaels getting the interference. Shawn Michaels, this, 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 this. Um, You had Kane involved. And then, like you spoke about, the ending, how it swerved everyone because you think, oh, okay, you know, it, there's peace in the land and everybody's back on the same page. It felt like a very WrestleMania moment and boom, the brothers of destruction strike. Mm-hmm. And then two nights later on raw, it leads to the reformation air quotes of DX. And then you have them versus the brothers of destruction. So uh, I like the direction they're going. It's a bit of a slow burn. It's very, um, you know, kind of 90 style-ish where they're taking their time with it and building it correctly, so I'm down for it. Mm-hmm. It was a fun match, um, but I'm kind of getting sick of guys that can't go and the fact that they overbooked the match to hell to cover that up, and I feel like that's what happened here. Um, Undertaker clearly cannot go like he used to. It was one of his better matches in the last few years. I'm not denying that, but the, the fact that you had Shawn Michaels and Kane get involved, I think, was to hide the fact that Undertaker can't go. Uh, as far as Triple H goes, the guy can still go, so uh, there's not a doubt in my mind that he would have been fine with any other opponent. Um, that being said, it was fun. It was nostalgic, so um, I did enjoy myself. I just it was it reminded me of Sting versus Triple H at WrestleMania 31, the overbooking to hide the fact that Sting couldn't go like he used to. Um, I think the WWF needs to really reconsider their approach on that. That should not be a problem at Crown Jewel when the Brothers of Destruction take on Degeneration X because it's a tag team match and Kane and Triple H are still wrestling pretty regularly and Shawn Michaels. Has it been an on and again, off again trainer down at the performance center? So he could probably still go. And I can't see him even agreeing to come back if he can't at least put on a decent match. Uh, I don't think he's the type that would do it for the money. So it should be fun. Um, we'll see where it goes. I, the reasons behind him coming out of retirement, uh, considering how quickly they probably had to come up with something, I thought it was pretty original what they said on raw um i think they could have built it up over a few more weeks but that's fine um they don't have a ton of time to get this thing together so it is what it is 
there's also rumor now that there's a conversation about Shawn Michaels and his future as far as WrestleMania 35 is concerned. So this might not be a one-and-done or two-and-done. We might see him wrestling at pay-per-views more often, which, if he could still go on, I'm totally okay with that, more so than The Undertaker. So now those those were the two of the biggest matches on Super Showdown. Um, we had Raw two nights later, the massive amount of travel that the wrestlers had to do to get back in time for the show. We had, on that show, we had the Bella's heel turn, which let's, let's talk about that, guys. The Bella's heel turn, we knew it was coming. It was kind of inevitable because we've seen the leak of Nikki Bella versus um, Ronda Rousey at Evolution, which it also appears we'll get into, I guess, that they are trying to change some of the stuff that leaked. Yes. Because there was that thing last night. We'll get into that as well. Sorry. Yeah. So, I listen, they had their match. It was their way. Like, the thing with Raw is I, I feel like Raw was decent last night. Um, I did enjoy a lot of it, but, you know, they tend to do that. Like, here, we're going to pump up this pay-per-view match, get everyone all interested in stuff, have the match, and then, you know what? On Raw the following night, we're going to have a rematch. It's like they did that with that match. They did that also with the Shield versus, uh, you know, Braun Strowman, Ziggler, and McIntyre. Um, that's cool sometimes, but not all the time. It's lazy booking. Correct. Extremely Correct. Like, lazy. Here we gotta fill. We gotta fill some yeah. time. Um, as far as the attack went, it was alright. I mean, Womp. yeah, that like yeah. You, you look at Ronda Rousey and she's just like, oh, what's going on? You really, you're really gonna tell me that for an attack on Ronda Rousey, who's supposed to be the baddest woman on the planet. The baddest bitch on the planet. You give me a weak-ass clothesline from Nikki Bella. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, give me a Singapore cane. Give me a chair shot. Something. You got. You had to use a weapon to pull that off, correct? Yes. It would have I mean, been... Even, it would have sold it more. Even, like, Brie Bella on the outside, um, Ronda Rousey kind of, like, comes back, and she's, like, puts her in a chokehold. Mm-hmm. And she's about to choke her, and Nikki Bella just comes from behind, grabs her by her butt or her waist and her shoulder, and magically she lets go of Bree, and Bree grabs her other side, and they throw her into the stairs. What? How did she grab her butt? It just released the grip. <laughs> like, I don't get it. That's a question for another show, sir. Maybe. That's a, I mean, after you dark. Have a finger on the butt? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's a after dark. Pop and finger in the butts tonight. <laughs> That's the Sports Frenzy Podcast after dark, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Encyclopedia, tell us what you think. I think he's more in shock at the, what, what we're saying. In some respects. Um, they did hint at the possible heel turn during Super Showdown. When the match started, it almost looked like Ronda and Nikki Revan in disagreement over who would start, which I think was a hint that the heel turn was coming, um, which was expected. I don't think they necessarily needed to do a heel versus face for this Rousey Nikki match, but um, what I felt like the heel turn and the way it was done. All right. You know, you guys wanted a weapon there because it's Ronda Rousey, but the shock factor, she wasn't expecting to get hit from behind. So I could see the forearm taking, at least knocking her down. The fact of the matter is, that heel turn was the only thing the Bellas seemed to do right this entire weekend. They have been very sloppy since they got back. It continued uh, Mix Max or the I'm sorry Super Showdown. 
They were okay. Last night on Raw, I don't know if it was a jet lag thing, because tonight I was watching Charlotte and Becky, and they weren't as clean and crisp as they normally are either. But in the Bella's case, last night, in that match, we had Brie and Sarah Logan screw up a hip toss. There was a spot where Nikki Bella was supposed to trip Sarah Logan, and Sarah Logan had to, like, walk towards her to try to, and kind of tripped over herself because Nikki missed the spot. The Bellas have just been very sloppy since they got back. Not that they were ever great, but when you're trying to push a women's evolution and them becoming more featured and better wrestlers overall, and then you got the Bellas out there who can't seem to do anything right anymore, it it raises some question marks. And if that's who you're pushing as your, some of your top women superstars, that's not going to help their case at all. Um, it is what it is. Ronda versus Nikki, it okay so be it um i don't know if you guys saw the wwe.com video afterwards they were interviewed backstage explaining their reasoning why um they're calling it a bellolution um basically ronda's taking their spot blah 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 blah, whatever it is but brie can play a much better heel than she can as a face and that promo proved it so maybe maybe brie's not going to be more natural as the heel than she was as a face nikki I don't know. Nikki's just a horrible actress. Um, there's there's no two ways around it. There might be. She she's so bad that she's only on Total Divas and Total Bella Total Bellas. Yet she has not been featured in one WWE film. Go figure. Anybody ever watched a WWE film? Steven does. So look at me. I always check them. Out. <laughs> You're the only person I would know that would watch a WWE film. I watched a bunch of them. Yes. I even watched that. Uh, See my point exactly. I watched the travesty that was the one, the Christmas one with Miz and uh, Paige. It should have been like, it should have been like what you would call it, an ABC fan, no, whatever the hell they're, Hallmark Family film. The last WWE <laughs> film. Well, I don't even know if this is a WWE film. Encyclopedia, correct me if I'm wrong. No holes barred. Beverly the Marines or anything? No, no interest. Damn. What about what was that? I'm enjoying the Marines with the Miz in them. Was I it mean Beverly Hills Commando with uh, Suburban Commando? Suburban you jackass. Commando. Yes, with Beverly Hills Commando. I thought he was about to say Beverly Hills Ninja or something. I'm like Chris Farley was not in the WWE. No, Suburban Commando with Taker and Hogan. Yes, Suburban Commando. Yes. But for now on, it's Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Commando. Commando. There you go. There you go. That's what happens. Renamed here on the Sports Frenzy Podcast. Oh. El Oso's Sports Frenzy Podcast name for it is Beverly Hills Commando. Yeah. I'm going to get that poster edited and we'll hang it in here. Boom. Bam. Right up here. Right up there. We got it. It can't go on the interview wall. No, it can't. Can't. When No Holds Barred first came out, I think it was considered under New Line Cinema, but yeah, now it's under WWE Films. Um, I will admit I saw See No Evil. I actually went the night it came out and sat in an empty theater by myself just outside of Newark, New Jersey to watch that one. Remember, like going with yeah, like, I was gonna a girl. Say, you were probably by yourself. It was one of my guy friends, and we each had a girl with us for See No Evil. I think it may have been my friend Scott. I don't know, but uh, Scott or maybe James. It was James. And I remember, like, walking out of that movie, and I was just like, oh, my God, guys, I'm sorry. Did these girls break up with both of you guys after? I don't think it was, like, a breakup. It was probably just, like, hang out and things happen after kind of deal. It definitely was a no relationship, you know? That would have ended it. I would have remembered that. that it was probably, like, probably, like, when we left, it was just like, okay, can we get to the, uh, you know, the after show? Can we get to our credits? I'll give you the credits. Can you really WWE Films and chill? Is that what that was? Is that a thing? <laughs> if it is, the success rate 
for men with those girls is probably an all-time low. So you're saying those girls are probably related to them? Like, kind of, wait, what? <laughs> wow. I was going to, like, do a pun and say, when it comes to WWE films and chill, the time is not now. The time is never. Mm, that's good. I, I saw the Marine one. I saw that behind enemy lines with Mr. Kennedy, and I saw 12 rounds, but that's it. Steven, I think, went as far as to see Knucklehead and the Chaperone, and I think he got Triple H's autograph trying to push that. Just the Chaperone autograph. I took Jaden for that autograph signing. But um, what else? What else did we have last night? Had we we had we had the Bobby Lashley heel turn and possibly a Kevin Owens face turn. Oh, look at that! Two things that the WWE universe is like. Blah. Yeah. Bad guy and actually push the man and leave Bobby Lashley like just shred his contract. Yeah, but you know what? The heel turn might be good for Bobby Lashley. The the fans at the All-State Arena were really booing by the end of it. So I, I think it might have worked. I guess we'll see, but... It's great, but I just have to know. You're going to have to rely on what's-his-name? What's his manager? Yeah, Brush. Yes. You're going to have to rely on him for this. Like, he's kind of like taking the stance of a Paul Heyman with Bobby Lashley because I don't think Bobby Lashley could pay a good guy or a bad guy. He could just play his stupid self. What did he do in Impact? I thought he was getting over as a heel. But that was because of MVP, the reason he got over as a heel, because he was in that in MVP's group with whatever other dude. See, I don't even – was it Moose? No. I don't see – I haven't watched something. it that long. You guys, it's like I watched TNA religiously. My time is more valuable now that I'm on the Sports Frenzy podcast. Damn right. That's right. Preach. Preach. Shout out, team. Left jab. So, fuck. Uh, yes, left jab. And Bobby Lashley, the new Slick, and Akeem? No. I'm not saying because he's dancing around and stuff, but because of... Get his opinion on this. How he has no personality. He's just a big dude. What do you think, Encyclopedia? Akeem had more personality than Bobby Lashley did. At least he tried, and he he was goofy. Bobby Lashley, I don't know. He seemed he seemed the the, the heel actions last night of Bobby Lashley did seem a lot more natural than I expected. So maybe it'll work. Um, but when Leo Rush was getting really annoying, I was saying to myself, "Oh, we're doing the heel turn now." Um, going back to what you mentioned earlier about Cena and the fact that he only did his six moves of doom and got out of there. It had to do with the fact that he's filming a Jackie Chan movie and to, uh, as part of the agreement to let him show up, they didn't want him doing much and possibly getting injured, ruining the filming. We know how that works because the rock tore every ab muscle in his body at WrestleMania 29. So they're going to be, the Hollywood industry is going to be a little, little more careful with allowing guys to go wrestle, uh, potentially ruining filming schedule why is he crown jewel if he can't do much he was in china and australia probably it was probably more because he's a draw they wanted to get the big names out there but a flight from china to australia is a lot easier than a flight from the u.s to australia but what i'm saying is is crown jewel he's already been announced for that show is he going to do another squash thing where he does six moves of doom and be done it's a tournament so i'm not so sure um, the other thing being maybe the filming's over by then. 
All right, we're not even going to get through this whole Super Showdown thing because there's so many ways to sidetrack, and I'm about to sidetrack again. Let's talk Crown Jewel. I'm seeing this as a glorified King of the Ring, which I've wanted a King of the Ring for a while, but why don't you call it the King of the Ring? I mean, it, it, is anyone else seeing it the way I'm seeing it or no? Well, no, it's the Crown Jewel, which is uh, which is Saudi like Arabia's a, way of saying, oh, King of the Ring. It's a little racist. No, I, I can't disagree with him. Um... It, 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 not in a lot of ways, it, it 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 is like a King of the Ring. I don't know why it's being called Crown Jewel, and it's not actually the other thing. Why they're calling it the World Cup? I mean, this isn't soccer. Give me a break. Is Ronaldo going to be in the qualifying round? Ronaldo may be in jail at that point. All right. Those <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. No, the... false. Just like half of this, like half of these people calling out. He left for Madrid, so he's dead to me. So that's right. the way I feel about it. All right. I won't be surprised if police show up at my door and I find out El Oso sent them. Yep. Bastard. Thought we were, we're like brothers here now. Not Pound of smack taped under your car. <laughs> Go ahead, Ricky Bobby. Wow. Shake and bake. Shake and bake, baby. That's all Cruz. <laughs> All right, so also, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we also we also had the prolonging of this Dean Ambrose turn on the Shield. Mm-hmm. We had to close out the show, I believe it was last night. He didn't stick around with the rest of the Shield. He kind of got out and dipped and left. Um, Roman and Seth to kind of gather themselves together and head to the back. I do enjoy the way WWE is doing it. It's a slow turn. I hope that it's very much along the lines of Seth Rollins, where you didn't expect it. That Seth Rollins heel turn did get, um, you know, pop culture media behind it and did get that, you know, kind of crossover memes made on it and stuff like that. So I'd like to see something along those lines for when they do finally pull the trigger on Ambrose turning on the rest of the shield, if that's the way they're going. I got two words for you. Who cares? (laughs) And that's our show. (laughs) This show keeps ending. No, in all seriousness, I mean, I, I could care less about that whole thing. I hope in the end that it's Drew and Dolph that get some sort of push out of this whole thing. Um, but even even Dean, you know, I'm not a Dean fan, but if Drew and Dolph come out looking stronger this whole thing, I'm okay with that. Um, I still think it's too obvious that it's going to be Dean with the heel turn. Um, and we know it probably will not be Roman, so maybe they're going to just rehash it and out of the blue will be Seth. Who the hell knows? Or maybe they'll just split up uh, and agree to – be friends who the hell knows i mean that that would be different in the world of wrestling wouldn't it huh faction breaks up by just saying okay time's up maybe we could get that from the new day instead of them shoving pancakes out down everybody's throat are you not a fan of breakfast i'm not a fan of new day i'm sick of them i'm I'm sorry to tom kokoza next time he does a top 10 list with me he's gonna kill me but that's all right but i feel like there's some animosity towards pancakes Let's talk about or it. Or is it the new day? Is it the new day? Is it pancakes? What, what kind of pancakes do you like? Bisquick? Aunt Jemima? 
As long as they got like strawberries on top or chocolate chips in them, I'm good. Are you against bagels as well? Is it just pancakes or is it all breakfast food? Am I going to be the next special guest of your interview segments? Yeah, it could be. Should we pop up with the top ten questions or no? No, no, no. We'll see. We'll get into that another time. We should do that for year end. We interview each other so people get to know who the hell these people are that are giving their opinions every week. Future episode, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned, sports friends. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So what did you, what did you guys think about the change to Alexa versus Trish being, now becoming a tag team match? I feel like there's not much on this card, so they got to f- try to figure something out. I mean, realistically, though, um, that's what I was talking about before, about that leaked card. Yes. They definitely reworked some – they're definitely reworking some matches. Let's put it that way because that was not on there. Alexa and Tristratus was a singles match. Lita and Mickey had their own separate matches, I believe. They were were they scheduled to face each other or were they separate? It was supposed to be it was supposed to be Lita versus Mickey originally. Oh, I thought it was Lita versus Asuka at one point. No, that 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 was a rumor, but I think it was Lita versus Mickey that was announced at one point instead. All right. You know what, though? You got Alexa, who's been teaming up with Mickey for a while, and Mickey has that history with Lita and Trish, and you have a way to connect the kid together. The only person I feel bad for in this whole thing is Alexa, because I think it would have been a much bigger moment for her to get a one-on-one with Trish Stratus. Um, that, now that's gone. And the fact that it's a tag team match, I almost feel like it has to be Lita and Trish winning now, which kind of stinks for Alexa, because Alexa really is in desperate need of a win, especially after losing the title. Um, they need to do something to get her over, especially with the fact that she is one of their more interesting characters in the women's division. Would you say that it's her lack of personality as well? I don't Alexa personality. That's not an issue. It's what's your take on Alexa? She's a great character. I just don't think she has that match that you could point to and say, Hey, this is Alexa bliss. Uh, in the ring this is what she's known for she's a great wrestler I don't think we've had that and I think a match with Trish would have at least given that opportunity to be there and it's it's taken away from her and I don't think in a tag team match setting you're going to see Alexa and Mickey wins which really sucks no I think with that match I think they um, that Lita and Trish will win but they'll get the pin on Mickey that was my phone. Did it break again? No, it's already broke again. You sure? I guess we didn't tell them about that. No, we didn't. We didn't inform the Sports Frenzy. <laughs> Side note, Sports Frenzy podcast. Uh, Stevie G did have his phone fixed. And it was fixed for about two weeks. And he dropped it in his room onto the tile floor and cracked it again. And <laughs> I never usually crack my phones. And bottom line, it's cracked again. And the insurance does not have a replacement. But that was just a cell phone side note. Uh, let's get away from my phone for once. Back to wrestling. We'll get back to it. We've got, um, you know, we had SmackDown tonight. We know that Rey Mysterio is coming back at SmackDown 1000. And they're talking about SmackDown 1000 as qualifying matches. Rey Mysterio versus Shinsuke Nakamura, if I saw on Instagram just now correctly. That match has been announced. Um, there's also... This is interesting. There's a report going around that Chelsea Green might have officially signed with WWE. I just want to throw it out there, guys. Um, As you know, we do do this in a video format so you can see Anthony over in Jersey. And this guy, we watch him this whole show. 
watching his glasses light up as he does research as we record. Yes. This guy's always actively on the website looking Dedicated things up to, the cost. to get things, you know, get information to the show as we do them. Because I'm not going to lie to you. You want to know uh, me and Freddie's setup just so you guys can understand us a little bit more. we got two microphones. We've got a computer we can see Anthony on. we got our cell phone showing the Yankees-Boston game that's incredibly disappointing right now. We have a can of Surge as if Surge was sponsored us, but I was just excited to find a can of soda. <laughs> Third interview or third day in a row with us doing wrestling. Me and Freddie right now are going to cheers with our Sam Adams Oktoberfest because it's October. It's the best beer out there right now. Yeah. All right. To give you an idea, and yes, we had to cut some of it out because we were attacking the attack that was happening on us. The bear cave did have some spiders. It is looking like a cave right now. Yeah. But Freddie jumped up, stepped up, and also killed the enemy. We took care of it. All right, so that's 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 my side note. You don't we, fuck with the barricade. You don't fuck with the barricade ever, I'm man. I'm just saying. I mean, let me tell you something about it also. He also has Ray upstairs. Ray is what type of dog? She's half pit, half lab. That if we really want to take these spiders out, this dog would have come down and destroyed shit. Yeah. Okay. She's a very playful dog, awesome dog. We have a blast with her. But even when she's excited, she could be intimidating. The way she'll jump across stuff. Like, mm. what was it earlier when I first got here? She jumped over the couch to the other end and did like a three. And little Oso it. was on the couch yeah. and she cleared little Oso. It was awesome. And he was completely unfazed. And he was just like, he jumped over me, <laughs> or she yeah. jumped over me. Sorry. So uh, but I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, I also, back to the show. Sorry. I do, no, no, no. This is still a little sidetracked. I want to do, I want to say thank you from Eloso to Stevie G. He was my partner in crime over the weekend. Eloso got to oh, announce the D3 Washingtonville Wizards, where both of our big guys play for. Yeah. Stevie G was my man on the ones and twos. It was a fun time. That was well, for Eloso sure. will... We announced the game versus Newburgh. A little disappointing, but we were we did have a good time up there. It was there, a so disappointing I want to give a game with to, uh, my yeah. fellow outsider over here holding it down. Thank you, I appreciate it. I mean, we had a fun doing it, and uh, it was even more fun. I think I may have said it already, but the energy drinks. Yes. <laughs> Eloso had a little too much energy drink because oh, he got one, and I brought him one, and oh. he had the shakes, and it was amazing. Yeah. He's like, bro. You feeling this right now? I'm like, yeah, man. I, I felt like Macho Man. At, at one point, oh, Stevie, yeah. we had a big play in the fourth quarter. I give a big, you know, that's another wizard first down. And Stevie G leans into my ear and he goes, I could hear the bear growl coming from you yeah. in that one. It was crazy. <laughs> so it was, it was a lot of fun. You know what? Before we get back to wrestling, give us a wizard's first down. Do it. And that's good for another wizard. First down. Yes. Love hearing it. But wrestling, Anthony's like seeing there, like, what's going on? Psychopedia's like, yeah. He'll experience when he comes to the game on the 20th. Yeah. We, actually, we should find a clip of the old, uh, the old Hitman XFL first down call. Remember that, Steve? No, I don't. I'm not going to lie. I was only looking at the cheerleaders the whole game. <laughs> they were right in front of us. Thank you to your great VIP seats. That's true. That's true. I was like on the 40 yard line, like 10 rows up. 40 yard line, 10 rows up. But the game he took me to, yes, there was like what, eight games in a season? Uh, yeah. He took me to one. All right. Only no. one. But we moved down to like it was like the third row or something. And 
All it was was Hitman cheerleader ass in my face. After a disposable camera. You weren't like that uh, security guard for the San Diego Chargers. What what happened? By the cheerleaders. Do you remember that? From from last season? This guy literally had his hand down his pants. Oh, no. <laughs> On the sideline and somebody's recording him. No, I was probably like 15 years old, 16 years old. And uh, yeah, that's all you see. He, uh, wow. <laughs> Disposable, that camera was filled with just cheerleaders. There's like one picture of the game. Good, good thing he wasn't one of the security guys at UFC 229 this weekend, huh? Oh, that was... That was quite the ruckus. Yeah. But and and I will get into that hopefully later on this week in our follow-up UFC episode. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, definitely. The the one interesting thing, and this kind of wrestling-related, Brock Lesnar is not getting the next heavyweight title shot. Hmm. Paul Heyman talking all that smack last night about Brock Lesnar getting a title shot. He's not next in line. The Black Beast is. Derek Lewis. Because my balls was hot. Yes. Sweaty balls. My hot balls. Yes. What is what is that happening? That's November third at Madison Square Garden. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Heyman talks a lot of shit, but whatever. Best, so, in, best in the game, I say. Yeah, sure. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening. We're wrapping up, yeah. Yeah, we're wrapping it up. We we had a nice little was, episode. Nothing crazy. It wasn't a crazy episode, but we were all over the place. So if you yeah. couldn't follow us too well, we're sorry. We're yeah. excited. We had a good night. We're going with it. Good weekend in general. Um, Again, my, my closing, I'm just going to say, check out the Casey Catala interview that should be out in the next week from when this is posted. Definitely. Um, Jeanette Horning, that interview went up. So check that one out. I mean, fitness model. GM to Hulk Hogan, in case you guys are wondering what she does. Icon. The GOAT. The GOAT. The one who made a lot of uh, fans, wrestling fans, if you will. The one who made you say your prayers and eat your vitamins. Yeah, I mean, just 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 a fun fact. I have the alarm clock. If you listen to our interview with Casey Cattell, it was very funny because – we said, who's someone who inspires you? Who's one of your favorite wrestlers? And she said Hulk Hogan. Boom. And we just said, we just interviewed Jeanette and, you know, talked about how much he had on the business. So check out the Jeanette interview, um, fitness model, GM to Hulk Hogan. A lot of cool stories with a lot of the legends of wrestling. Um, NWO reunion. The pack is back. The band is together. Check Kevin it out. Nash. Get Scott your Paul. Hulk Hogan. Um, that is when. No, uh, October 27th, yes. down in Orlando, Florida, Hogan's Beach Shop. Check that out. That's a show not to miss. Get Q&A your tickets today. Yes. HulkHogan.com. Yes. It's very limited left from what Jeanette was telling us. So if you guys want to get in there. The time is now. <laughs> get your tickets. There you and go. Northeast Wrestling, guys, keep watching their website to see how their show is shaping up for November 9th. And again, shout out to Team Left Jab for getting us on the network. We Team appreciate all the new listeners coming in and checking out the Sports Frenzy podcast. We really appreciate you guys. Shout out to me, myself, and Zeke for last week putting a, um, a comment on one of the photos. We did talk about that you guys put a comment on the photo. We give, we will give you a shout out on the episode. And so, also, like, just throw it out there, the Jeanette post today. 
We got Derek from the Real World uh, Challenge. We got Mark. Boom. We got Johnny Bananas. Boom. We got Scott Foyer, who's a podcast host of Challenge Mania. All these people like it. We appreciate the love. We know the love's like for us. And Jeanette, we appreciate that. It's cool, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so And Encyclopedia, what do you got, kid? I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> great job. Great job. To both of you guys on the interview with Jeanette, I listened to it. Uh, really excellent job. Uh, great guest. Good fun. Good setup there, Steve. Thank you. Appreciate awesome. it. So that's that's our episode for tonight. Find us on all social media platforms under The Sports Frenzy Podcast. Twitter is The Sports Frenzy Pod. Stay tuned. We've got some great work coming out with uh, making custom designs. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Maybe my boy guys... Chris Valentine doing our pictures, our posters. Yes. So check it out. Maybe we'll put a pre-sale up for a certain amount of shirts. We'll talk to uh, making custom designs on that, but we'll we'll get to that a little later. But thank you guys for listening. Check us out and be the friends, you guys. We out. It's bedtime. Let's go. Peace.